0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touchdown Under. How's that, Marky D?
1: Down Under, Down Under. Man, it's good. The more that you do it, the more that I like saying it, and then the fans getting around. It's really our new like. Here we go, Steelers. It's our Ten Touch Under
0: Touchdown Under. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Steelers didn't go
0: undefeated. No, no, they didn't. They go didn't go undefeated in the preseason. But uh, <laughs> it is what I'm it quite, is. I'm
1: kind of glad, glad they didn't, though. Like, for one little bit, they you know you don't really want to go undefeated because then do you go into the Bills game thinking like you go five and zero? So it's a refresher to start the season, I think. But still, I don't. This game yesterday, uh, they didn't seem very prepared. And I don't care who's on the field, if it's mm. Joe Blow Schmo or TJ, Watt, uh, You need to be prepared for, for these games, and they weren't.
0: Joe Blow Schmo, I like Joe. The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> next guy to become the inside linebacker, Joe Blow Schmo. But no, but I agree with you, Mark. You hit you hit the nail on the head there, without a doubt. Like it doesn't matter whether we're seeing the starters or we're not. That was it. That was atrocious. Now, look, I get that they sat out. Rudolph, I mean, if we start bringing up Mason Rudolph versus Dwayne Haskins, we're going to end up in a very much divided, you know, base in discussion there. But but the point being, you know, they even left a lot of guys at home on the starting offensive line. I get the strategy, but honestly, like, I, I expected more out of out of yesterday, and I, and I think this, to a degree the Steelers coaches probably expected more too, because really? we've seen the cuts already already coming, uh, and and you know the trimming down of that roster. So actually, speaking of trimming, Portno Quember yeah, asked the say. question: Mark, are the barber shops in Sydney closed due to
1: coronavirus? You just said two puns because you saw that comment come up. You, you got a, you got distracted by the live chat right there. You said cutting down and trimming, and, and it, it is like it's getting pretty long, man. I need to get you know. And I don't want mate, to do it like a, a makeshift one. I want to go to a real barber shop,
0: mate. They should sponsor us. But I picked up a little wall clipper a few weeks ago from the shaver shop, and I gave myself a trim. I need to do another one soon. I always find risky.
1: that that I always find that shop really funny. Like it's just a shop about shavers, right? Only the one shop, and you go in there and imagine being a salesman there in the shaver shop that you have to like, like identify that there are nineteen different shavers and how do you identify that each everyone is different? Yeah, you, <laughs> you, I just couldn't do it. Like yeah, but they sell they
0: sell women's stuff as well, like hair straighteners <laughs> yeah, and that enough, but stuff. Fair enough. Like
1: I used to sell travel, like in the in the you know before this stuff happened. But then, like if I was a salesman for like to be a groom, a groom <laughs> like I'd like to have a a trimmer that cuts beards and uh, maybe that also cuts hair. Well, you've got a selection of nineteen here. Well, what's the difference between all nineteen? Nothing really, just the brand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> but, uh, true. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, let's get let's get back to the yesterday's game and then you know obviously we haven't even come live since we you know we did the preview before yeah. the Lions game as well. You know there's some disappointments there. You know if we run through the players that the Steelers have cut, uh, they've cut Marcus Ball. I don't think anyone's surprised there. Tony Brooks James, that's no surprise. Shakur Brown, I think, is interesting. I do see him as someone that may make that practice squad if he passes waivers, but I think, you know, even I was high on him too. He's obviously not showing it. Uh, Defensive tackle, TJ Carter, no surprise, I don't think there. Wide receiver, Anthony Johnson, he's floated around the squad for a year or a couple of years now. He's gone. Corner Lafayette Pitts is gone. I think he was filling a, a role there with some injuries, really. Offensive guard, Malcolm Pridgen's gone. Wide receiver Matthew Sexton, who I said was in a battle to make the squad. Well, he's gone. Again, he's someone I think you could see on the practice squad. And they uh, they cut Lamont Wade as well, who I I could see him being picked up by another team, to be honest. But, you know, on the, at least on their practice squad. But, Mark, of any of these players that we've just listed, and, you know, you broke the news to me this morning as well. You were like, hey, you know, make sure you check this out before the show. You know, are there any names there that are a worry for you? Or you know? you
1: know you know what? Not not really. Let's be honest. Hey, like in the last game, if you can judge him on the last game, which we really yeah. shouldn't though, um Brooks had a fumble. Um in Brown's last game, he played terrible in coverage. I didn't see what TJ Carter did. Maybe Anthony Johnson. I know that he had a had a touchdown or did some good reps on the receiver. Um Sexton. Fumbled the ball on the on the return, so there are a lot of things where they made you know mistakes, and the more or less this mental mistakes. So not to do maybe with their skill set or what they are as a player. Um, maybe Lamar Wade, but I didn't watch him too much. Is it sorry Lamont Wade? But I didn't watch him too much um, uh, it, along these games in the preseason. So, but if you're making the mistakes and you see them on film, and it's maybe it's more mental because it's like Sexton's one um, where the ball bounced. You just have to let it go at that time. You've got three three players on you. There's nothing to make out of that game, out of that play. And he goes for the ball and then fumbles it. So that's something that you've got to, you know, heading into your NFL career, you've got to make sure, like, you, you can't make these mistakes because if that's a playoff game, this is what these guys, these coaches want. If that's a playoff game, then you don't want that, um, that decision-making to happen, you know. So it really gave the spot to Ray Ray or someone else who might be there um, and then with the Brooks too, Brooks, had a, he was the fifth guy on the running um, uh, depth chart and he fumbled the ball and you just can't do that as well. So it doesn't help their cause no matter how fast they are or how good skill play they are. These mental errors will not help them get into the team. And um, if they get picked up, fair enough. But if they go to the, the practice squad, you know, at least they can uh, try and develop for the next year or so. It's not the end for these guys' careers. It shouldn't be the end for these guys' careers. Well, I think a few of them, it's
0: interesting, like Tony Brooks James, you know, he's probably coming to the end of that road. Anthony Johnson, same thing. I mean, these guys will float around the NFL for another year or two, maybe. But, you know, at the end of the day, we've got to get to 53. There's, you know, you can't have 80 plus men (laughs) in 53 spots, right? (laughs) Um, So it is what it is. And quite honestly, like, I wasn't inspired by anyone you know, in yesterday's Mm. game. I don't think there's anyone that I sat there and went, you know what, you played a really good game. And, you know, I'm probably going to anger a lot of people right now, even like our BTSC colleagues are probably going to think I'm an absolute fool. But even Jameer Jones, right, even I just sat there and I was like, you know what, like, this was your chance to really cement it, you know. And I I worry about both him and Roche and the, like, is is this in Tuzar Skipper 2.0 situation? Uh, yeah, I just wasn't. I just wasn't enthusiastic. The only person for me, the only person, was Loudermilk. I actually thought yeah. Milk played really well. I thought his pressure, you know, <laughs> he looked like he was lacking a bit of juice when he yeah. went after quarterback. But he was there. He made a difference. He still put the guy under pressure, forced it, forced a challenging throw. I'm excited for him. I, th- I think if you think about how far Carlos Davis has come on. And you think about Loudermilk just sitting behind, learning behind, alu-alu to it. And then Cameron Haywood, who is meant to be, you know, they're trying to see if he could live up to even half that hype. He could be the, he could be one of the steals of this draft, same as Dan Moore Jr. But I just want to give a bit of airtime to Loudermilk because I think over two games, he's really consistently showed that he can make a difference. And, yeah, for me, I'm just excited to see what he can do, particularly – in easing some of the reps off some of those those three you know veterans that we just spoke about there, but I don't know how are you feeling about Milk, Mark.
1: I thought he played pretty well. Like I believe he got the sack, didn't he? In that in that one, yeah. Uh, or who was part of it? And I think well Marsh and some other guy was in there too. And it's actually Marsh seems to always be around there, but it doesn't really. He's there, but doesn't make too much effort for it. Um, but I think yesterday's game with you know the the D-Line played pretty good in certain aspects. I didn't like the the any same with you with Jam- Jameer Jones and Marsh and those guys on the outside and no one really rushed the quarterback. Um if I can pick on Marsh for a little bit, I think we can all agree in this. Can we cut the bloke? Like like I just don't really see if he's going to be if he's a stealer. I don't know understand. Um and this is this is me, you know, this is Juju 2.0. All right. I'm going to go for Marsh because a lot of players I see him play yesterday, there was no fire in his belly, man. There was none. He was just, okay, I'm going to uh, break the snap, stand up, put my hands on the guy, and look like I'm trying to pass rush. None. There was one breakout route as well where he was going for the quarterback, and even you and I would put our hands up. You know, he just continued to run like like he was a player on Madden, like going for the heat-seeking missile, but he was going about three, three miles per hour to get there. Now, in most games or, or players, you put your hands up when the ball's been thrown because you know 100%. where the ball's going to go. Like I don't understand how he—if you're running like that and you have that tenacious energy to go and um, kill the quarterback, put your hands up, stop it, do what every other. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I like but the other
0: issue is half of these guys play pickup basketball or you know come from a basketball background. Like your arms are always up. What are you? Like? What are you doing? It's not that hard. It's right. not that hard.
1: I couldn't believe what I when I saw it. I was like, he's just running to the quarterback. You know he's gonna throw the ball. So what do you do? Arms down, ready for a tackle, and you're still t- two feet away. However, um, if you know you're you're better at like I don't know, is it geometry? That's not is that is that shapes and sizes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> or is that yeah. or is that rocks? Geology <laughs> is the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, he was so close and he could have put his hands up and jumped up. And affected the play, maybe not got the interception or the the part the deflection, but he just ran there and then nothing happened. So Marsh to me doesn't have a fit in this in this squad. Even Jameer Jones didn't play too well for the edge yesterday. And this you said it. These players had this game today or like yesterday that we needed someone to step to go. Oh, I want my spot. This is my exactly. job. And no one did that. No one. No one. Not one player said it's my job. They all. Everyone said oh. I'm Gonna play really bad, and who wants the job basically and say what what the coaches they gave the coaches that an harder choice, really. That's good question might, might, maybe an easier choice, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and this is it. And I mean, look, I we will contextualize it. Brian Brown says, I no longer think our backups can beat other team starters. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, know, fair like, enough. we yeah. had all the stars, but the point being, it, it goes back to exactly what the, the what you said there, Mark. Who wants to step up? Who wants to lead? Who wants to fight for their job? I mean, you know, you think about guys we've had in the past, like a Mike Hilton or a Mark Gilbert or, you know, there are a bunch of other players you can list off, even, you know, James Harrison, right? The guys that don't come from a top, you know, draft pedigree that come in and really fight. And these are the sort of games that they show up. And, you know, I think about someone like Trey Norwood, who I can cannot see him missing the squad. I like Trey Norwood. His versatility is fantastic. But he looked off, and I know he was doing things in the nickel yesterday and what have you, but there was the interception that he dropped. And when you saw it live, I was like, oh, you know, that wasn't the easiest thing to get. But when you saw it when they reversed the camera around and you were behind his back, so you're in the Steelers, the end zone they were defending, and you looked at it, you were like, oh, that's a bad miss. And he just seemed off constantly, you know, when he was on the field. And I say, I know he wasn't really playing a position, you know, or in the scheme that he's really familiar with, but, like, it's it just was this is just one example that demonstrates how yesterday's game just left you feeling a bit, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and so it, when you it, wake it, up it, today it, and you see like the nine players released, it's like, yeah, good. You know, let let's cut the fat kind of thing.
1: Yeah, well, it definitely did. It made it made it could have made the job a little bit easier. But this is the thing where they were versing the number ones or versing like three or fours, right? Let's be let's be realistic. It really was like that. Um, however I think in competitive sport um I guess you know the skill the skill would be different but the mental attitude you can be, you can be the worst I don't know you can be the worst football player but have the best attitude and you might be you might be one of the best ever so I think like there was no like I, I when I watched the game yesterday it felt like all 11 players on on eight, on eight, on each side offense and defense were having to renew their role but they didn't know their teammates role they didn't know who the guy next to him. They had no idea what they were doing in defense or offense. Um, there was a play where I saw, it was even Dotson and another bloke blocking and they went the exact opposite way blocking to where I think it was the end the round. Some, someone else might have been Claypool. That, that was a 10-yard play, but still they didn't seem very synced. Haskins kind of looked a bit off. Uh, and I, I think he played well over the preseason, but he looked a bit off in, in certain things. He was getting pushed in the pocket. Um, Snell, did, uh, I don't know if we're going to go into this, but Snell didn't run well Snip can I just Nell. say before we get into Snell?
0: George Teston <laughs> says Haskins needs a car wash to throw to he refers back to the comments. I think Big Ben made them earlier in this in the in the preseason or off season that you know Haskins could could uh, throw a ball through a car wash something to that effect. But you know, yeah, I mean let's 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 jump into Benny Snell, but I wanted to bring that up before we lost it because the live chat so good to see you know so many people in here. Um, you know, but it's yeah. We just want to. I don't want to lose the comments, but I want to keep moving as as well. So yeah. Look, Snell's an interesting one. I mean, and I'm like live chat. Tell us what did you think of Snell? But Mark, you know your opinion.
1: Like, where 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 are we sitting with Snell? You just got to run more than two yards. I'm sorry. You really do. You just got to. But, but gotta all right. Run more than Play devil's yards. advocate, right? And I, I I'm
0: I'm only trying to uh, you know stir you up a little bit here, but. What about the what if, what if what if someone said, "Hang on a second, Benny Snell didn't have a good offensive line again to run behind." What do you say to that?
1: Nah, you know, I said that I've been watching a lot of preseason games with a lot of with a, a lot of mm-hmm. other players, other teams, and some other guys are cracking 150 yards. They're cracking 120. They're doing big plays. They're doing massive plays. They're doing checkdown Charlie plays where they're getting first downs. Even uh, J- uh, Jalen Samuels got two first downs, and he looked like he ran like like a better route or had better footwork. So maybe those fundamentals are coming into it because I saw what Snell did on a check down, Charlie, when his fundamentals for his feet, well, it, he just looked too slow. He, he looked like when he was breaking out of his route to catch the ball, he was already getting marked with a man from a linebacker. Maybe that's the difference from a really good player like Najee to break out of that route and crack one for 50 or 45 yards. But, but uh still just hasn't got that running into the line. He hasn't got the, the, the footwork to really, push through the line it doesn't matter who's in front of you you still got to create those holes and I just think in other preseason games there's other running backs out there so I wouldn't put all my tickets on to bring Snell back in I would like do what you said like like you'd have people drop off other teams or oh, who else can I get to come in yep you'd have you have to at this stage he, he's just like he's running two three yards and that's it we had one one yard we had one carry for 10 yards and I put it down to uh you know you're a worker you're a Employee. You've been in the business three years, mate. You gotta do something. <laughs> gotta it's something.
0: true. It's but, but it's true. If you're in a sales role, right? And there's different terminology what sort of business you are. The company I work for call it a ramp up period, right? There's a certain part, there's a certain part of the time you're with the business where you're not gonna make it you're not gonna make a sale because you're getting to know the business. But then after that, you gotta make a certain amount of profitability, right? And everyone, it doesn't matter what role you do even if you're outside of sales, in mo- in a lot of companies. You know, you need to sit there and go, am I delivering more value than what it's taking them to pay me? And pretty much that ratio has got to be a two or three to one. Snell ain't, but ain't doing that value to his contract. You no, can get someone crazy. else for the same price that's got more upside than Snell does. And, that, and that's my issue with Snell is that, you know, he's been injured the whole time. He came in. He didn't really do anything. You know, he's someone I could see on our practice squad. But the problem is, as soon as you, you – once you cut him, you've got to basically go, we don't expect to get him back because someone else will put him there as their third depth guy. But but I don't think he's what the Steelers need. Not when you've got Balage. I think Balazs is on spot. I don't see him – I don't see – you know, sorry, as soon as I don't see it, I do see a world where he doesn't play the whole season with us. But at the end of the day, I think he's earned the right to have – to to be an option there as a backup sort of style to Najee and have McFarland and I, I am glad oh, yeah. you reminded me of it too, Mark. And because it is something that I stick by, I do think the fourth running back, if we're going to have one, does is not on the Steelers roster right now. I just don't, I just don't see it. So, it, but I think yeah. like it, Chad brings up a good point on the Facebook side. Really good, regularly good to have Chad in the live chat as well. Good to have everyone in the live chat. Uh, but he sort of talks about you know it looks very Randy style. Hopefully mm. Canada was playing possum. That is the one lens that I think we need to look at everything through this through this preseason, and that is we're not seeing what they're actually going to do completely. We're seeing very like I think it, uh, it was Jeffrey Benedict in the in the Slack channel yesterday set called it vanilla. You know, it was very <laughs> vanilla. But if I think about Bad's appearance on our show last week, he had the Flavor Town T-shirt. I want it to be Flavor Town come the season, right? I don't want the strong vanilla bean that we've seen throughout this off, throughout this preseason. Well,
1: they could be doing a lot of things in uh, in training camp, and I, I know I don't see that because it's hard enough for me to get the game here in Australia, a bit like yourself. Uh, we wake up and we get the news, you know, you're 4 p.m., right? So they could be doing a lot of things in training camp that we're just not seeing, which is fair enough. Um, but that game was just, yeah, it was really just like, here's our offense, here's our defense, very vanilla. But I just think it comes down to a lot of, you know, mental fortitude. And it didn't really look like they wanted to be out there um, uh, for some plays at least. I, I, the one player I think, the only one good play I saw was when uh, uh, James Pierre beat the receiver on a block and tackled the running back in the in the backfield for a minus two or three yards. That was one of the best plays I saw all night. Uh, other than that, I didn't see too many, too many other positives. That's it.
0: That's it. Um, you know, it's betting no Jets. And we have got Mexico in the house. I don't think we've I don't think we've had Mexico live in the house with us on uh, on the YouTube side of things. So since you
1: brought it, since you brought it up, you've got to pronounce it. That's the rule. Mexico. No, uh, Juan's full name.
0: Juan Manuel Arones Aguiar. Oh, you did do better than me. I did, I did Latin, I did like uh ancient Latin though for five years. So okay. sometimes pronunciations aren't that difficult for me. It's amazing, right? Like I couldn't do much of it now if you asked me to, but I've been to Italy twice, and every time I go there, I can actually read a lot more than you'd sort of sort of think. I'm almost surprised by it. Oh, yeah. Anyway, is is what it is. Um you know, there's a lot of chat, a lot of you know, live chat around um you know, TJ Watts contract. Look, I'd hope we'd see something yesterday. We didn't. You know, Dave talked about seeing something next week. You know, I, I think it's come out overnight as well. He's, you know, ranked number nine in the top 100. I think we now just need to get to the contract, you know. Yeah. We're at that point now. Um, you know, we, we just need to see what that looks like. Sign him up. We know it's coming. You know, I don't think anyone needs to be stressed out. You know, it's... It's a it's a wait and see game, and you know the other thing too is people have to remember they've got to they're going to have to get to their fifty three probably before they do the TJ Watt deal because that will affect what their cap looks like. You know, once they work out the displacements, and you know, if you're keeping a, a veteran that's got a minimum that's higher than someone else, like you know, we're talking a couple of hundred k potentially only difference, but there are things that they do have to factor in because this might help you keep an extra player. They've got to work out who they're bringing on their practice squad. And Dave brought up a really good point. Um, we do a lot of talk about other people's shows sometimes, so I want to want to limit that sometimes. But uh, Dave did bring up a really good point yesterday on the, the post-game show, if you didn't listen to it. And the point was you don't have to pay a player the bare minimum of a practice squad. You can pay them more than that, right? So – the Steelers could always keep people on a practice squad and pay them more, but that's obviously still going to affect what we've got for TJ. So I think we just need to let the Steelers figure out what the squad looks like, and then you're going to see your Mm -hmm. TJ, TJ, what deal? I think Evan talks about, uh, Evan's brought up in the live chat, you know, TJ, he hopes he isn't going to be rusty. I can't see TJ being rusty, to be honest. I think like he's been training. You've also got to think like as well, you know he's going to come in he might have a few snaps where you know he's feeling maybe a bit off but that defense is so ready to rumble you know he's what four years now he's played in the league or, you know yeah, he's, he's, ready. he's 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 a pro-
1: he's a professional he's ready to go exactly he's a football guy man he's he's ready for week 1 uh, i i'm happy they didn't play preseason you don't need to wear him, wear the ties out like you need him for uh weeks you know set 1 to 17 through like you just need that guy there Um, You know, I hope when TJ gets his contract, I'm pretty sure there's a new clause that all BTSC members get like 0.1% of his contract. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about that. That's fantastic. I know. That's like $100,000, man. We're rich. He he called me up and said, you know, Marky D, you're doing a great job in BTSC. Um, By the way, in my contract, we're getting everyone from BTSC and the fans and the 57 fans some money. You know, that's that's why he's waiting because he's just trying to figure everything out. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't lie on this show. Tell you that.
0: <laughs> oh, he just wants to come on the show and say, down under.
1: Oh, that'd be the best. Though. You just cut me off and I'll have a day off and just bring in TJ White. Talk some no, you got to in. You gotta join in. No, no, no. For the greater good, man, I'd cut me off and put in TJ White. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be, I'll just watch.
0: <laughs> uh well Brian Brian our regular says he's out. Have a blessed weekend, Steelers family. And that's why I bring him up. You know, have a blessed weekend, Steelers family. We agree, but stay with us. Everyone else stay with us. Uh, you know, but Brian's a, a good regular. We've got lots of regulars in the live chat today. I love it. And I love the new people too. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, I think Owen David's at work. It's 20 past midnight in England and he's and he's listening. So, you know, that's that's pretty epic. Uh but, but let's keep going with looking back at some of this. Mark. We've got the Steelers have got a, uh, got some real riches at the wide receiver position this year, right? You know you've got Claypool, DJ, juju, Washington, you know I, it's funny. people gave me a bit of flack around thinking Sexton could make the squad. And I agree with what someone in the live chat said the fumble cost him his spot. I don't think I don't feel that Ray Ray gives us much at the at the receiving position. But if you look at those four guys, is there any one of them that's really stepped up or surprised you? more than you expected them to step up or to surprise you? I mean, well, obviously, by the definition of surprise, that has surprised you this off-season? I mean, this pre-season?
1: Before I answer that, it's very interesting that we're only comparing Sexton to Ray-Ray for the job, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's yep. like how come that that's the, the pinnacle of what is happening? Is like, oh, Ray-Ray has the job or it's Sexton. Well, if Sexton gets cut, how come there isn't another fifth person to come in and take his job? So, like, I'm not Ray Ray was good last year, and he is, he is obviously now the, the fifth receiver. But because we had what we see on the TV is just Sexton back there, you know, taking the kicks and he fumbles, and oh, now it's Ray Ray's job. But why can't someone else go back there? Or maybe the scenario with the running backs, too. There are going to be a lot of cuts coming up. Uh, there are, there are over how many teams are there? 31 or sorry, 30 teams plus the Steelers, the Bengals don't count. There are so many teams out there that are going to cut players with receivers. and. If we pick them up, it could be another receiver and my kick uh, kickoff specialist. So I wouldn't feel too comfortable because Ray Rayleigh's mind's like, okay, I have the job because Sexton stuffed it up. I don't have the job because I took the job by the you know bull by the horns kind of mentality. Um, but to answer your question, I would say you know like Washington played well over this over the season. I think I think all the receivers played really well. To be honest, the top the top four. It's just who's that five Whoa. guy? And do we need the five guy? We got we got moth Let's be real.
0: But, exactly. Exactly. But I want it. But I, I, yeah. So I agree with you. That Do we need it? Do we really need the fifth fifth guy when you've got Freemuth Ebron, who's a glorified wide, you know, who's a, tight, a wide receiver and a tight end's body kind of thing. You've got Harris that's going to be able to do stuff as well. You know, even McFarlane to a degree. You know, I think Ray will stay for a bit, but I don't think he's secure. I don't think he's a 17 game player, you know, in this squad. But the other thing as well, unless I've missed something and I've been living under a rock, there's a gentleman called Rico bussy still on this squad, right now. And Rico has done return stuff in the return game at times as well. Interestingly, I don't, I don't know. Did he take the field yesterday? Because I didn't see, I didn't see him play.
1: I don't think so. I didn't, I didn't see an eighty-four out there because the eighty-four is quite notable now because of the old, the old guy or the other right. guy used to play for Was us. So I, I didn't see eighty-four. No.
0: Was he being wrapped in cotton wool? Was Ray Ray having to prove his spot? I uh, I don't know. Oh, that's a, oh,
1: that's a good take.
0: Well, I don't know. Ray, I don't know. That's a good I just, take.
1: I don't know. Just sort of yeah. finds it a bit funny. It's like, that's, you know. That's going to go viral like the made-up tra- uh, Washington trade. You don't know, you don't <laughs> know Adam Schefter. Because that, it really is. Ray Ray's fighting for his spot. He didn't show too much yesterday. He didn't got a touchdown. But that was in the last the garbage time minutes, two minutes. Um. Yeah, I've, I would ha- be happy to say whoever wins that spot, the fifth, um, they're still going to be seventh or even eighth because Najee can catch at the back. Like, Big Ben is not going there to be his number one receiver for our fifth receiver. You know, yeah, they're I going just- to Friar, Muth, Ebron, uh, Najee. Um, so they're going to be more or less if we have a guy who, who can do and be the gunner on special teams and a guy who can um, get at least 20 yards back on the punt return or 25 or, you know, play it safe like that.
0: Well, I mean, when he was at North Texas, Rico Bussey had, you know, he did do a couple of returns. One went for 53 yards. Now, I know it's college, but I'm just saying it's like, you know. I
1: thought he played well. Like, you know, we're judging the whole preseason. I thought Rico Bussey played pretty well. I think it was in uh, games two and three. Um, He played well. He had some good contested catches. He had a bit of heart when he got knocked in the head and he still got up. And then he had that big play, I think, for 20 yards. So, wouldn't count him out uh, if he didn't make today's cuts. It's a good sign if he's still. He's there. getting closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other boy uh, got, the other boy yeah. got cut. Um, the other receiver. So he's still there. So, yeah. Well, Cody I I said, White's
0: still there as well. I mean, I, 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 I can't. see Cody a, White making it, but he I did know, have a game.
1: He had a good preseason too. Cody White did some um good catches as well, and he was um put some film on on the on tape. So. Not saying he's going to make the team, but practice squad or some of those guys, you know. This
0: uh, Buckden says, "I just ate an entire chicken <laughs> plus five sides. I feel like I'm going to puke." That's great. That's great. Do you know, Mark? I I ordered a pizza on Friday night, right? And then we we had pizzas. We haven't pizzas in a while. And I ordered a second one because I love cold pizza. So I had the second pizza while I watched the Steelers game yesterday. Like, so it was for breakfast. It was great. Do you like cold pizza?
1: I love. uh pizza for breakfast is, the, is probably the yeah. you know, second best thing besides pizza for lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. uh, it's good. I don't have a cold pizza too much because, I like, if I've got the option to heat it up, I'll heat it up. Um, oh, I
0: hate reheating pizza. You don't reheat really pizza. Why? Uh, really- nah. no. Nah, actually, really- you know what? And this is this gets people, right? You know, people are like, oh, you're either a pineapple on pizza person or you're not. But if you like cold pizza and you don't like pineapple on pizza, it does actually work on a cold pizza.
1: Okay, what are you then? What, are you are you pineapple on pizza? Yeah, <laughs> I
0: am.
1: Well, don't 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 be shamed. I am too. I love pineapple on pizza. I, I am. Oh yeah, no, I, I am. am. I am pineapple
0: be... on pineapple pizza.
1: You can put anything. I love sauteed
0: chicken pizza. You had satay chicken on pizza. Beautiful. No, I
1: certainly have. Mate, I used to work at pizza. Peking duck pizza night. with the hoisin sauce. Mate, beautiful. Mate, I'm the guy. I worked at Pizza for nine years. I know what's going on. Oh mate, you know how to make a pizza. I can make a, a batch of dough in 25 minutes. I'm your, I'm your man. <laughs> don't
0: they come free lunch <laughs> for you guys? <laughs> Actually, Portner says Australian pizza with egg is disgusting. I agree. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bacon egg oh. pizza. I hate it. It's awful. My dad loves it. But Don't not, do yuck. That. No, that's no. that's grotty. No, not having that. Not having that. I used to like, I can't get them because, you know, I can't have gluten. And, you know, I think, you know, this, I'm celiac, right? So I can't have gluten, right? I think I told you this. Anyway, but when I, when I, before I found out out I was celiac, yeah, and when I didn't have as much of a problem with gluten, yeah, I used to love you know the calzones, the ones that like fold. Over? Yeah, they're, they're great. Like, yeah, oh mate, I used to love them. And the reason why we're talking about this is this is good football watching food, so it does fit with oh. our
1: podcast. Well, to, to 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 end my point on that, I've got this. I got this theory right. So when I'm watching the game, I have to eat good food to match. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I can't if I'm having like I, I can't watch a game and eat like peanut butter toast. It has to be, like, a nice, like, kebab. I can't or can't No, like, I've got – whatever I'm eating, like, five-star food needs to watch my five-star NFL. Like, th- this yeah, has to match. Enough. So, like, I won't waste, like, cereal on a game. Like, I, in the morning, I'll just starve myself. I'm not like, eating. Like, that's the match. You know, I need to get a Subway or a kebab or a good pizza. Like, during, like, the playoffs, like, Super Bowl, like, I'll be, I'll be going all out.
0: Oh, mate, I get big – I do, like, a, a thing wings of wings a quarter in the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, you did different wings per quarter? Yeah. Wow,
0: mate. I broke. We had, You remember when Lone Star was a thing? I don't think you can. I don't think it's a thing yeah. here. I don't think, You know, I, is it? There's Lone Star in America. I don't know, but Lone Star like a big like all you can eat like American food place here. I broke almost. I broke was like half a cup of chips away from breaking the store record once. I did like three plate, four plates of the ribs, wings, and large chips. The reason that got me is that I was drinking beer. I should have had Coke instead because mm-hmm. it would have broken the food down. Anyway, I was just absolutely stuffed, and I was doing Movember at the time, so I had the beard, and I had all this food stuck in the beard. And they didn't have a toilet in the restaurant, They <laughs> so had to walk down this. I had to walk down Ooh. the street with all this food <laughs> my beard. That's, that's why my- they
1: went bankrupt. They got no. They got no restroom facilities. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But the answer
0: brings up, and this is important. I'm, I'm, this is important. You hear us out, fam. Uh, but I make a double pizza. Try it sometime. Oh. Two pizzas, and then. But I do that with this, and then he. So he makes two pizzas, and then he puts them upside down and squashes them in. That's how I eat pizza. Mm. Each
1: slice, I fold the other one over, and then. And yeah, you, the you got it. You got to fold it. You got to fold it. That is. Yeah,
0: it's uh, it's it's pretty good. Uh, I, I love that. Uh, oh, Peter, last one,
1: Maddie. I don't know if you're going to break it, but last one. This is really good as well. Uh, on our pizza podcast, uh, I make a, <laughs> a, a chicken wing pizza. You take off the chicken wing, like the the meat, and put on the pizza, I assume. I've done that too. It's awesome.
0: Well, uh, we've dropped about, you know, 10 people out of the live chat since we started doing <laughs> pizza. But King Hutchinson says, and this is Steelers related, if you have you ever eaten pizza in Pittsburgh? I know
1: you would, you would have But I, I, you haven't eaten pizza in Pittsburgh? I've, honestly, I was probably too drunk to remember. Yeah, yeah you definitely there. had a slice then because they don't I, have cababs was, over you know, there. So. I was down, down south side of, a lot down that way. That's all I really saw in Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, what I remember it was the night
0: after the Pittsburgh Steeler game and we were halfway through our month trip over in the States. And we just – you know when you, sometimes you're on holidays, particularly if you're overseas, and, like, you get a certain point in the trip and you're like, I just need a night in. Like, I just need yeah, to, like, gather years. myself. And, had a, and anyway, we had a good we, – we'd ordered the – we've got the junior suite uh, at the – off. I'm having a mental blank. The hotel, anyway, overlooking, it might have been the height or whatever, overlooking into the stadium. And you could see at this big window, right? And you could see into the Heinz Field. I loved it. Just across the river, it was beautiful. And I had this night in. So we ordered these massive pizzas and we ordered like the biggest pizza you could get. <laughs> the Pizza box was like, it's not very good for people listening on the audio side right now, but it was at least like, a meter out well, whatever, how many inches that is, like, you know, I don't know, like 24-inch, like, plus pizza. And we both had these two. Oh, they were massive. It was hilarious.
1: But America does it different, and this is still an Australian podcast too, Australian pizza podcast. So America does <laughs> it different though. Podcast. They are uh, Their pizza is, like, <laughs> dead set awesome. Like, they're massive. Like, they're just huge.
0: <laughs> Buck Dancer says, with well, 10 <laughs> people, we have to go
1: get pizza. I
0: must admit, I'm loving how much live chat there is about the pizza everyone's got an opinion on pizza it's fantastic it's actually great Andrew Wilbar uh, who writes to the website as well says oh. sad to see Shakur and Sexton cut we said the same thing earlier Andrew we'll have to have you on the show sometime as well love to talk to you a bit about some of the college guys but look with that we're gonna take a break here on Steelers Touch Down Under join us at part two we're gonna keep talking about Steelers what we, what can we expect as we enter the, enter the season now? More roster cuts and, of course, sling the slang, and Marky D will be back as well. But just, if you're on the audio side, please flick over to part two. If you're on the YouTube and watching us live right now, or on Facebook watching us live, just hold on for a couple of seconds. Today.